Okay, Ahmed. Assalamualaikum, Ahmed. How are you, sir? Waalaikum salam. I'm I'm well, thanks, Hajjaman. <laughs> I'm going to ask you first about um your uh, localzakat.co.uk, but before that, um, I think many people know you as uh, for your documentary, Blessed of the Strangers, and this is something you know quite different. Have you given up on the um, broadcasting, the documentary making, or is this uh, connected? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, if you tune into Channel 4, you'll be able to see five short films uh, about Ramadan in lockdown. So look out for those. And you've launched the Local Zakat Initiative? Yes, localzakat.co.uk. We just thought localzakatinitiative.co.uk would be a bit much for people to... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially on your phones, like with your thumbs would get tied. So. Yeah, in fact, I'm guilty of that using overlong... Um, URLs, yeah. but um, so what is this local Zakat initiative about? What's uh, what is it about? What's uh, what are you hoping to achieve? So it, re- it really all sprung from some of the poverty statistics among Muslims in 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 Britain. One study has has shown that fifty percent of of Britain's Muslim households are living in poverty. Um, you know, mm-hmm. again, al- almost half of of the Muslim population in Britain lives in the most deprived areas. Um, you know, where the most economically disadvantaged uh, faith group in Britain. So it was just kind of it was just seeing those alarming alarming numbers and and the, just kind of the the realization that there are, there are Muslims here who are really in need. As things currently stand, uh, the vast majority of of the zakat uh, the Muslims give goes overseas. By one estimate, around ninety eight percent. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So the local zakat initiative, you're thinking, what that money should be? Um, more of that money should be spent here. Is that what you're saying? There's the obvious need, so. But I, I get. Do people really believe that, though? I mean, I I know from own experience, people have. When you mention giving zakat locally, they say people have said, no one needs zakat in the UK because you have the dole, you have the unemployment benefit or whatever, social security. So. Yeah, yeah. Someone was actually just saying this to me the other day, and, and on one another, and not just the state. You know, um, I mean, we're okay. we're we're really obliged to help each other. That's it's incumbent on us. So I mean, then. Are you saying, in a sense, to withdraw that zakat that goes overseas and start spending it locally? I mean, that will throw up questions of, well, what about the people in need overseas, etc.? Yeah, there are Muslims in, in, you know, all over the world facing war, persecution and poverty. I mean, you can scarcely turn on the news without seeing uh, Muslims, whether they're in, in, in Kashmir more recently uh, or, or the Uyghurs in, in Western China, uh, you know, wherever you look, certainly you you see Muslims who are who are in need. You know, there is that that that, that hadith we all know, where, where the Prophet said that the believers are like one body, and when one limb suffers, the whole body responds. And you know, certainly, mm-hmm. like we all affirm that, and 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 we know that. But I think by establishing zakat locally, I don't I don't think we're negating or or neglecting that need abroad. Mm-hmm. I think if we prioritise the zakat uh, locally. Um, there's still uh, so much in Sadaqa that we can and should be giving overseas as well. So it's just making that kind of important distinction of, of, of zakat as something that we can and should pay locally, um, while still not neglecting our brothers and sisters abroad with, with the Sadaqa, the enormous amounts of Sadaqa we give every year. Okay, all right, so you're drawing that distinction between this zakat, the pillar, the sort of middle pillar of the deen, being separate from the Sadaqa that we give um out of our generosity so you're saying it's okay to give you're not saying withdraw sadaka from overseas at all no 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 i'm not i'm not saying that at all one thing for me is like the more i read the more the more i kind of looked at the at the sunnah i i saw that there was that there was very much this this emphasis on local and decentralized zakat collection and distribution and mm. and in fact um 
uh, I, I soon came... Very, very strong, actually, yes. Yeah, and, and I soon came to see that during the time of the Prophet, what was collected in an area uh, was, was distributed in that same area, um, and nothing of it was taken elsewhere. And, and, and I couldn't find any reports of any zakat proceeds being transferred from one area to another during the lifetime of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So I, I really saw, you know, yeah, so... And I think even after that, the... the, the you know, what... Yeah, it was... Yeah, you know, what, what was collected in Yemen was, was, was distributed in Yemen. I was going to ask you how local, you know, are you taking Britain as one locality or are you taking it as... I think breaking it down far more than that, you know, the Sharia really enshrines that, that local autonomy, and that, that, you know, that localism, if you will. Yes. And, and, I, and, and I think, so for example, you know, you, you live in Norwich and I think you'll be far better placed than a, a remote or distant large charity or organisation to know the needs of the people around you than that large organisation will or than I will. And I think likewise... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it still takes work, of course. You know, I, I know from experience, it still, it actually takes work to find out who needs, doesn't it? To find out who has needs and so on. Yeah, how, how did um, you conduct not, that work, Hatch? Because I suppose, in a way, as you know, you, as someone who has collected and distributed zakat before, you know, uh, that was your that was your task. So you had to find those people, didn't you? Yes, I, I think. Well. First of all, it started from, you know, the actual collecting of it, you know, and actually, you know, I, I wrote letters to people, everybody I thought was part of the community, you know, and um, instructing them that there will be zakat collectors assigned and you had to speak to them and they were there to help you work out what zakat you owed, etc., etc., etc. And at the same time, um, you, you, you sent out messages to say, if you know people who need zakat or if you need zakat, you know, um, please let me know. And also, we had to find... Um, you know Norwich, you know there are people from all over the world, you know, you, you'll, you'll find you've got some from Sudanese and some Algerians and um, Bangladesh and, you know, backgrounds and um, yes. people from Gambia and I would, um, we would um, find people in those sort of communities, even though we're one community if you like, but we'd find people who were from those groupings as well and ask them to keep an eye out as well yes. uh, as to who might need and um, so that, that that helped a lot. You needed that. You need that kind of um, what do you call that? Uh, that knowledge, that inside knowledge. So um, yeah, yeah, and you, and you, and be surprised, very surprising what came up. It was um, uh, being involved with the cat that way is also very emotional because you, you, surprisingly, how many people are in need. You just give them certain figures, but actually, yes, um, I was really shocked to kind of find out. Wow, just beneath the surface, people coming to the mosque with you are very close by. Are in need, in desperate need. And you would never, and you would, you and it would never occur yeah. to you because that need isn't necessarily visible. And yet, some of those people who come into yes. the mosque and they look just like anyone else, they might not be able to, they might not be able to to meet their their bills every month. And yet, yeah. you wouldn't look at them twice. Exactly. Some people, some people carry themselves well. <laughs> they carry themselves well, but they're going through, you know, some serious need. And if you don't make an effort to find out, you you know, you're ignoring the people on your doorstep. Yeah, exactly. Now, I it's, it's one of the things I really appreciate, actually. One of the things I really, really has drawn me to the local administration, if you will, of Zakat, is that it's really predicated on an awareness of and a striving to be aware of who is in need. And in a way, as so someone yeah. like yourself who has, who's done the work, who's collected and distributed Zakat, it's like, well, if you don't find those people in need, in a way, you're not doing your job. It pushes you to really make sure that, no one, that there's no one suffering in silence, you know, um, I, I, so I, I really appreciate that, the, the way it kind of encourages that kind of urgency in care and concern for our neighbours. 
Um, even just, yeah, you know, yeah. even just the thing of it strengthening the bonds of community. So y you as, as a cat collector, as a leader in the community, you're having to constantly ask people, do, do you know anyone who's in need? Tell me, do you know anyone who's in need? It's like, in a way, like more, more people are talking, you know, and, and uh, otherwise it's very, you know, how, how do we how do we all do it otherwise? You know, we go online, you click a button, some of them <laughs> say, okay, you can decide if you want to spend it on this or that, and if you want it to go here or there, but I like the, 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 the grittiness of this other approach that, you know, it's, you're, it's more, it's on the ground, you know. Um, it's on the ground. Obviously, it is a big responsibility because obviously, you know, you get X amount of money come into your hands. Um, obviously, the sooner is to get rid of it very quickly. Yes. Right? Um, and, um, and you have to make decisions. So, you know, people, you, you, it's not for the faint-hearted. You have to make decisions. You know, always, there's always this thing of, do you distribute, you know, if you, you know, 100 pounds between... 10 people who do give one person a hundred pounds because that will make a difference, you know? And I think what people don't realize is that Zakat made a huge difference to people. You know, if you look at it, it was mm. people got things like um, animals that could breed, mm. you know, you've got a cow that could have calves, you know, that could be the beginning of your own herd. Yeah. You know, you've got seeds that you could, you know, things that you could grow grain and things you could plant as well as eat, um, you know, and a camel, can you imagine someone getting, a, you know, so it took people out of poverty. It wasn't just that you, you know, people talk about this thing of um, give me a fish, feed me for a day, teach me how to fish. Yes. Feed me for life. It's like that, that it was that, wow, it's, um, it's, it's, it took people out of poverty. So I think sometimes the mindset is that, you know, someone's poor. Yeah. Um, and this is also what the, um, what the welfare system does. It keeps you poor. Yes. It doesn't try and get you out of poverty. Whereas actually, Zakat also, you know, it helps immediately if you're, if you're, you know, if you're destitute, it helps you right there and then. But also, you know, it, it, you get people out of debt and actually get people on the road of, you know, of wealth. Yes. Yeah. You know, and we shouldn't be shy about that. And I think we should, we, you know, Muslims also need to think, yeah, it's not just about, you know, the plaster. It's actually about really wealth creation, be part of the wealth creation process. Yeah. You know, just on that amazing point you made just now about it, you know, uh, about the way it can really transform our situation. And like you've said it, like I think you just said just now, like you give someone a cow and that could be the start of their herd. There was there was one narration I came across that that really demonstrated actually the transformative um, sort of power of a cat. And um, there's, there's one narration in which one of the companions, Muadh, had sent, well, I think it was one third of, of the zakat he collected from Yemen to Medina, and um, mm -hmm. uh, and initially Omar, radiallahu anhu, who was the the caliph at the time, he told Muadh off, and he said that you know he, he he was sent to Yemen to take from their rich and to give to their poor, meaning he was sent to Yemen to, you know, he, he didn't send him there to send the zakat back to to Medina. He said yeah. he sent him there to take from their rich and give to their poor, and and Muadh mm -hmm. replied by saying, I would not have sent you anything had I found someone to take it from me. Meaning, after only, a, I mean, I was really astonished by this because it meant that only, <laughs> a, after only a few years, uh, the locally collected and distributed zakat had meant that there was, he could no longer find anyone in need around him. And so only then did he start to send it away. But it's like, it's like amazing. And if, in the space of a few years, he literally couldn't find anyone. And so he had to send it out. And the categories are, are wide. The categories of who you give it to are quite wide. Yeah. And, you know, so that means, wow, something was really happening. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. So they, they couldn't find anyone in debt. They couldn't find any travellers who needed to come home. They couldn't find anyone who was destitute. They couldn't find anyone who was poor. 
and and you know and the others and so and you know and, and then he was at a loss and he said well i'll send it to medina and then it made me think about yeah. our situation here it's like wow oh my god so cat can you can just see how it can completely transform our situation here you know uh, and, and and in a short time and and this is why i'm really keen to see up and down the country whether there are muslims in elgin in cardiff in tower hamlets to start uh, collecting and distributing their own zakat and and i think yeah, so where where are you at then are you are you actually are you so are you are you looking to collect zakat the the, the um, is your initiative looking to collect zakat from people um locally also aid the process or are you looking to empower people what are you looking what what's you looking to do or set up or encourage so, so we're not looking to collect or distribute zakat at all what i'm really kind of hoping to do and what i'm really excited to do is to start meeting muslims up and down the country and really kind of encourage them to start collecting and distributing the zakat in their locality because i think you know up and down the country there's you know the, the Muslims ever since we've been here, you know, one thing that we one thing that we've done brilliantly is establish communities. Whether those communities are based around mosques and madrasas or community hubs and so on and so forth, we we you know we've managed to build these communities uh, up and down the country, and and I think those communities, you know, there are leadership structures, there's trust, and already so many of them are doing brilliant work in the community. So for example, here my local mosque, Lewisham Mosque, they 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 have a madrasa. For, for the children of the community, they they do martial arts classes, and and so they're they're very well placed in a way to know the needs of their community. They're, they they ha- there's trust there, there's accountability. The infrastructure is in place for them, for example, to start collecting and distributing the zakat. And I think it's like that all over the country. There are Muslim communities that that can start doing this. So it's not so we don't want to with the local zakat initiative. We don't want to start collecting zakat. What I'd really like to see is it really decentralised and, and and very much grassroots, rather than us as an organisation trying to do any of that it, it's not so remote all of a sudden you know it's it, it, everything feels a lot more direct when it's on that level and and i think there is an issue of trust i mean you hear it all the time now you see in the news this is the age of mistrust or the age of distrust or mm-hmm. the post-truth age but I, I i think trust you know is i think trust is one thing you know we could do with more of i mean the prophet sallam, he you know he said give to a beggar even if he comes to you on a horse of course, we need to have these things in place. There, need, there needs to be accountability. But I think ultimately, if, if, if these things are happening on the ground, then in no way we're in a far better position. I think so, yeah. And also, I mean, people, most of these communities have invested heavily in organisations, you know, legal charities and so on, that can easily, I think, be adapted to be the framework, you know, for some of this anyway. Just the, the will has to be there. Absolutely. A lot of the infrastructure is already in place. There's two things that are needed. There's one thing is the will. And the second thing is is, is is an awareness of the situation in the here in the UK. You know, I mean... In fact, you say that, that situation, actually. But So you said, and you talked about the zakat going overseas. Mm. So what what is what is the main drive for that going overseas? Is it, is it, um, is it the people wanting to send it overseas um, themselves? Is it the mosque leaders viewing things that way? Or is it the big charities? Um, what's, what sort of... What's the drive that this 98% of zakat collected is going overseas? What's um, I think there's one on one side of it. There's that uh, there's that idea that well the Muslims can rely on the state or they can fall back on the state. So I think that's one thing, and I and I say that because someone just said that to me the other day, you know, as a, as a kind of as a valid question. So I think that's one thing. There's the idea that there is something to fall back on here. I think I think another thing is just genuinely just the lack of awareness. I, I really wasn't aware of, until very recently how bad it was. 
I mean, we all see it every day in our lives. Like we, we do encounter it just by virtue of kind of being part of communities. Like you understand, like, so and so's having a really hard time at the moment. Um, you know that you know so and so they they're not working. I mean, how many people do we both know at the moment who have lost their jobs because of this crisis? You know, exactly. uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's lots yeah. of people, yeah, and and just you know, even when you go to the mosque, like you can just see when people are having a hard time. But then when it when, when I just saw the numbers, then it was astonishing. I mean, like take you know, um, again going back to Tower Hamlets, the percentage of children in poverty is fifty three percent. That's fifteen kids in a class of thirty. So, I think I think and I think once it's kind of broken down like that, then people start to see, oh wow, okay, so actually my neighbours are in need. And when I say neighbours, I mean, you know, there's there's one narration about Al Hassan was asked about who our neighbours are. And he said the term neighbour includes 40 houses in front of a person, 40 houses behind him, 40 mm-hmm. houses on his right and 40 houses on his left. So our neighbours are our community. And and what did the Prophet Sallallahu say about our neighbours? He said he, you know, he is not a believer who spends the night satiated while his while the neighbour to his side is hungry. So we have we have an obligation to our neighbours. Our neighbours have rights over us. And yes. You're saying, therefore, that the that there is clearly, you know, the the sunnah is to um, distribute it locally. You're saying it's a, you know, it's um, and it's so that's a big thing. And then you're also saying actually there is much more need locally than people imagine. So you're you're really saying two big reasons why people should exactly. So it's give locally exactly. But the ordinary Muslim is just giving his zakat. Is that right? Is he is he even is you know is is he even bothered? I don't know. I'm asking. Mm. Are people that bothered about where the zakat goes? Well, they just paying zakat to the first person who asks them for it. You know, to to fulfil their obligation. Are they saying, oh, there's an organisation that collects zakat? Yeah, I think yeah. I don't know. You know, <laughs> Have you, I don't know if you've got your computer in front of you, but I'm just going to type in zakat yeah. now into Google, and what comes okay. up? Charity, 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 charity. Char- it, it, so charities are doing all of the collecting, you see, okay. um, and 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 most of these charities they have their they have their work abroad, but but zakat mm. isn't a charity, you know, and there is just clear support in the sunnah for or clear evidence in the sunnah for it being uh, prioritised um, for people locally. I mean that the evidence is overwhelming in that regard. Um, it really is. You know, there's there's another uh, there's another hadith, uh, which tells the story of an Umayyad governor sending out the companion Imran ibn Hussein to, to a city to collect the zakat. And when Imran returned, to, he returned from that city, the governor asked him, you know, where's the wealth? Where's, where's the zakat? And Imran said, we collected it from where we used to collect it and we spent it where we used to spend it. Meaning, mm. meaning that the zakat was not to be taken away from where it was collected. So you take it from there, you spend it there. You know, yes. um, I think, and, and, and there's so much. Honestly, there's so much like that. I could bore you to tears with a hadith, with with examples from the early Muslim scholars, examples of the early Muslim leaders ensuring that the zakat was was spent or was distributed from where it was collected. You know, I mean, really, really, really clear. So, so do you think that they are you anticipating hostility? Uh, and if so, who from? Do you think the the the, the big charities will be hostile to this? Um, <laughs> it'll be all right. I don't. I don't. I, I, you know, I never. I never anticipate hostility. I just always. You know. I suppose I anticipate good things. You know. To, <laughs> yes, yeah, to come. Yeah. You know. 
Okay. I'll, I'll just give you one, yeah. one more really exciting one, actually. That you know, because I think you were asking how local yes. is local. Is the UK a sort of you know is the UK a village? And there, w- there was one from the time of Omar the second. There was a, a great story I read in which Zakat was taken from the city of Ray, and, and Zakat was taken from the city of Ray to the city of Kufa, five hundred miles away. So o- only five hundred yeah. miles. And Omar the the caliph, he ordered it to be returned. So you think about that. So for example, what, what if if Zakat is taken from Inverness to London? You know, they, they would have yeah. sent it back. <laughs> they would have sent it back and said, "That's not. That's no. You can't. We can't spend that here." You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, if it would trans. It would. It, yeah, it would transform situations here definitely. And ultimately, make us better place to help our, our Muslim brothers and sisters abroad. You know, you think if we're if we're in a, there are what three million Muslims in Britain, and you think fifty percent are in poverty. If we can lift one and a half million Muslims out of poverty. Then we'll all, then that's one and a half more million people who who are better placed to help to help uh, the Muslims wherever they are. I think I think people underestimate really that um, you know if you think about the role of the the, the marketplace in Medina mm. and the access people had to it, you know, free of charge. Um, that these things are about allowing giving people the opportunity to make a earn a living. Yes, you know, and and in a sense, zakat also supports that, doesn't it? It says, okay, well, not everybody will have success in the marketplace and people fall through the gaps here's some sagat to um to to help with that so um i think that nature i think one of the things is that nature we cut ourselves off from the nature of what zakat is you know like you go on hajj you don't know the nature of it till you go on hajj yes when you start fighting now in ramadan it's only by fasting in ramadan we kind of get to see okay i'm understanding a little bit yeah you know it's not just about going hungry the other aspects of you know of, of ramadan that you discover by being immersed in it. And I think that's the same as a cat. I think um, there's so much to discover that we've um, kind of cut ourselves off. From. I really, I completely I think agree. Not at least. It, yeah. No, I think that's a really important yeah. point because I think you make it close and immediate, as immediate as the prayer. You know, by, by, yes. by, by making it local to you and by, by, as communities, by almost by doing it with our own hands and, or sort of in plain sight, knowing that the money that we give for Zakat is going towards people, the same people we ride the bus with or pray in the mosque with. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think knowing that it, it makes it, it really does make it as immediate as the prayer, as immediate as the shahada. Who are you looking to? If people are nodding in their heads and saying, "Yeah, okay, I understand. Yeah, it sounds good." How can they sort of get in touch? What should they do? What are you looking for them to do? It's a very good question. I mean, I suppose the first thing I'd say is, so go, visit visit our website, um, localzakat.co.uk. Um, and just get in touch with us. You know, uh, I think one of the things that I'm really keen to do, that we're really keen to do, is really just connect with other like-minded people, swap notes, take advice. You know, actually, it would be really interesting to hear that. I'm sure there are other uh, Muslims in in Britain who are already doing this. Uh, I'd, I'd really love to hear from them. I'd really love to learn from them. You know, I know there are people in Liverpool, okay. the Seven Wells Trust, they're doing fantastic work um, locally collecting and distributing zakat. I think what you're doing in Norwich is really, really tremendous. I'm sure there are others, you know, and I, I'd, I'd really, really like to meet them. So I, I, so I suppose one of the first things I'd say is get in touch, you know, and, and, and you can get in touch via the website. Here we are, localzakat.co.uk. That's very, that's very straightforward. I, I remember the, um, these guys with this new Crescent Society with the moon watching. Yes. Uh, and um, yeah, it was good that they just they just got people interested, and um, you know, and then people went around and had sort of practical lessons explaining to people how to look for the moon and so on. And that you know that, um, and I've seen it not just here in Norwich when people um, gather together just to look for the moon at the beginning of the month. Mm. Um, again, something hearts get touched. You know, you know, you're reviving on a Sunday. Exactly. Um, 
and you're 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 discovering the secret of something just the fact that people gather together in a spot and are looking whether they see anything or not <laughs> you know something there's a secret so that's a secret of the months as well so exactly. i think um yeah i can see i sound i can see what you're saying if you if you get out there you're not you're not saying this is the done article everybody must adopt this principle and do it exactly like this you're saying people must let's get together and let's talk things through yeah, and you know it's it's, it's it's funny that you mentioned the the new crescent society just now because actually Imad um, uh, and what he's done with the, with with moon sighting and the way he's really popularised mm-hmm. moon sighting has actually been a huge influence for me um, in this. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, it's amazing actually what he's done in such a short space of time in terms of really kind of putting moon sighting on the map, if you will. I mean, you know, I think, but you know, th- 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 thanks to the work that he, that they've done. There are there are there are Muslims uh, up and down the country now actually sighting the moon. You know you know that for years you know I'm one of them that would always go out to look for, especially Ramadan. Yes. You know leave the charge. People say oh yeah go out with um you know go out with Hajjaman and look for the moon. But when he came up here and he did gave us a lesson, I thought oh, no wonder I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <it> was really <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, I'm sort of I'm sort of packing up and going home when it's sort of most visible, you know. I, I went to his course. He did a course here in in Acton uh, uh, last year, and I, okay. it, was, it was brilliant. You know, it was brilliant. It was a there was a the practical demonstration how to you know practically how to sight the moon. There was, a, you know, a kind of a, a sort of a yeah. short primer on the fic. It was brilliant, and 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 I think for me, you know, with this with the locals account initiative, that I must credit and thank you, Mad. Actually, um, okay, brilliant. I think that's. Um, no, that's good, and may you know may Allah give us success with this, and give you success, and may it have a similar or even a greater, um, you know, effect. In fact, the the nature of zakat means it's um, you know, that central pillar of the deen and that that way of um, oh, the effect it can have. I'm sure it will. It um, any any progress is made will be will be a tremendous um, yeah. in this day and age. I mean, and one last thing I'd say is you know one of the wisdoms of of zakat of this thing that Allah has has ordered for us is is actually just the the way in which it really encourages yes. greater social harmony between the wealthy and the poor in our communities as well. You know, just that thing of that basic resentment which we can all feel, you know, towards people who've got more than us, mm. and then all of a sudden that all that completely evaporates. And believe, and believe me, I tell you, when you know people come into money, don't they at different times? People inherit and all these things. Mm. And trust me, when when um when someone, or you know some people just have money, you know, and um, and when one of them one of those people turn up to pay the zakat, mm. you know, uh you know it's noticeable. Yes. You know it's not how many people it can reach and how many people can benefit. I think you know it's you know yeah I really wish people could really see the the, the benefit of that. I mean I can't pass a. You know, um, from Norwich to Great Yarmouth, you've got um, lots of fields with cows. Yes. <laughs> and I can't help every time I'm passing, try to count the number of cows and say, well, if that guy's a Muslim, he'd be paying off four cows, you know, or five cows. That's <laughs> the cat. You know, and I'm thinking, where would we put it? Yeah. <laughs> so all, all these great things. So um, now I think it's a fantastic initiative. And I think it's good that it's about getting people together and, and you know, having discussions and and getting people around the same table, as it were, and, and learning from people. I think that's that's a fantastic way forward. Thank you. Um, yeah, let's. Um, we should catch up again, you know, and uh, you know, every now and again, just to kind of see how things are going. So, yeah, I'd love that. I'd be really, I'd really appreciate that.